Uh, what in the bloody hell is a Jeep Wrangler Call of Duty edition? Uh, I believe it's a prize that you okay. can win uh, when you enter a sweepstakes after uh, uh, like pre-ordering the game. As far as I can tell, you can just straight up buy it. Somewhere in the world, somebody's getting one of those for their 16th birthday, and I hate that person. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 132 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. I am your host, Cole Ross, and I am joined over Skype today by... Dennis Furia. David Moneysmith. Thank you so much for joining me today, fellows. Hope you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Well, are you? Oh, yeah. Good, good. Hey, boy, I know. David? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben may or may not be joining us uh, throughout the night here. Uh, we'll watch for him to show up on Skype. But in the meantime, we have a somewhat shortened show due to circumstances, capital C, as I like to say it. But uh, we're going to do first half is going to be what we've been playing. And then second half is going to be, yeah, what's on your mind? You know, we just want to find out, right? So we're going to take a quick little musical break. And we're going to come back with what we've been playing. So, fellas, I got I got an important question for you. What you sure. been playing? Uh, plead the fifth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna volunteer. I'm gonna volunteer, Dennis, actually, because you weren't here last week. So. This is true. All right, all right, I can jump in. Although my my list is gonna be surprisingly short, I guess. Uh, still uh, grinding away at uh, God of War two. Uh, just beat Medusa. Uh, the the big like snake lady boss with her her uh, tatas out there for the world to see. Uh, which you kind of rip into as a as a way to defeat her. Are there any female characters that in the game that can't be described that way? Actually, I can't really think of anything. It's it's um it's a pretty one dimensional female cast. You know, and it's a wonder that more girls don't play games. <laughs> <laughs> I know for real. Um, but I'm I don't know if I mentioned this last time I talked about it. I'm I'm using a guide to get through it. Um, okay. because. Yeah, uh, and not because it's you know the puzzles are particularly difficult, but um, uh, tip for anyone who is a trophy whore like myself, the platinum trophies in God of War are extremely easy um, to get. There's there's nothing uh, they, they're not bound to difficulty. So beating the game, uh, you could get platinum trophy only playing the game on like easy. So um, it's it's uh, really neat if you want to get some platinums, and there's two on this disc since it's the collection. Um, but the the one hard thing is you got to find all the hidden you know artifacts and whatever. Oh. So that's that's the one thing that I've uh, that I've been using the guide for. Does I it, don't know if doesn't oh, that diminish like well, like when you intentionally pick an easy game to boost your trophy count? Doesn't <laughs> doesn't that diminish it? Because I I know that you know on the, on the 360 side, if you look at somebody's uh, game collection, you know they're at their at their achievements, and you and you see Avatar: The Burning Earth, <laughs> based based on the anime, in that game, it's it's possible to get all of the points by pressing B at the beginning of the game. Really, it's like a thousand point achievement. It's at the it's at the very beginning. It's something absurd like that. And if you see that, <laughs> if you see that on their account, then you know that they're just trying to boost their gamer score. Same thing with the King Kong game that came out in the original, um, uh, or well, yeah, at, at launch. Um, and same thing with uh, pretty much any like uh, kids game. 
you know, kids games are worth are, are worth a thousand uh, gamer score too. But you know, if you go in there and see that, you think, oh, okay, so I can, you know, if I'm trying to rank myself against this person because I am a small, small man, um, <laughs> I can I can just subtract, you know, three thousand because they have these couple gimme games. Is I mean, d- d- doesn't doesn't that feel like a hollow victory to you as opposed to trying to eke out every last trophy on your way to platinum? I, I think I was almost able to swallow it down until my wife saw me with the laptop in my lap and the guide up and she called me a bitch so (laughs) (laughs) so i get no see i I do get made fun of for playing with a guy (laughs) my wife who um loves we fit um so (laughs) hey you know you two you two have been known to play uh, new super mario brothers together right yeah legit that's 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 a that's a difficult game so she's got uh she's got uh, she's tough as nails did you ever play um, the new Deus Ex game, Cool. Briefly. Did you um, get the uh, hardcore gamer, or old school gamer, rather, achievement? Oh, God, no. Like, I, I, I didn't get past, like, the first mission before. See, I it's, it's probably my favorite achievement I've ever gotten. It's um, at the mm. very beginning of the game when you're in your um, ex-girlfriend's apartment. Is the various items you can inspect to um, do dialogue options. Yeah. If you inspect all of them, you get the old school gamer achievement, which simply says you have um, inspected every item in such and such is apartment point and click adventure game much. <laughs> yep, that, 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 that's, that speaks to the heart of my being because I, oh, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Nice. Oh, what, a, what a strange figurine. You know that, like that's me. You know, in every single game, yeah. <laughs> and, and taking yeah, we, notes just in case it becomes relevant. Makes, um, oh, Fallout really, really difficult. <laughs> oh yeah, you have to learn to uh, separate the signal from the noise. Oh man, but so yeah, you can you can get uh, your your trophy fix uh, pretty easily there. I'm actually playing it on hard, um, just because I also enjoy a, ca- a challenge. Um, but you could get it on easy. Uh, so I've been having fun with that. The other game that I've been playing, I, I went through and re-downloaded all of the, the games that I had, I had bought via the uh, PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had to start from scratch everywhere. And so I was determined this last weekend to get back to where I was in uh, Dead Nation. Okay. And actually succeeded. And there's, there's, one, um, there's one segment right at the end of, I believe it's the fourth level, um, and, and David can empathize with me, that me and him on co-op spent probably the better part of a week trying to get through. Just one checkpoint. Oh, and yeah. could not. And we, we just were so infuriated with it um, that we wound up walking away from the game. So I got to that, and lo and behold, I beat it on the first try. <laughs> nice. So this is this is by the way that sounded like a slam on David. I had also I had also started the solo campaign and gotten to that point in the solo campaign the last time I was playing and got stuck there right. before as well. So what, it just kind of level was this? Was this the hospital or this was right before the hospital? Okay, because when Ben and I played it, we got to the hospital. I don't. I mean, okay. So you're so that you're talking about the park, like the like the. I think yeah. I think it's the very end of the park, yeah. and you get Whoa. completely swarmed. And there's the cutter guy, and then there's the section where there's like three jumpers um, that come at you at once. And well, it's and just then the thing. other part is um, one time we got through it, but then Dennis um, got killed off. So I was you know trying to make it to the next checkpoint, 
and there's a couple of areas where the the little like sneaky dudes, mm-hmm. um, yeah. where it's impossible to see them before they attack you. Oh, they're obscured by the camera. So it just really pissed me off because you know in that you know we finally got through it and then got killed by something that like oh, there was God. no real way to avoid. Yeah, it's it's cheap, but I for whatever reason I just I, I got I got through it. Um, I think walking away from a game and then coming back to it can can make a lot of things right. Um, I, I had the same kind of experience with Machinarium. Uh, if you remember me talking about that, where just kind of putting it down for a while and coming back with a I don't know if it's a fresh perspective or what, or maybe because I played this all in one weekend. Um, I was I was in a groove or something. I don't know, but uh, I got through uh, and I, I have not continued on after that. But uh, I feel feel pretty good about it. Back in the groove on on Dead Nation. There's I, I oh, think it's, I think it's a matter of fresh eyes or, or the or the, the the beginner's perspective. You know, mm-hmm. right? If, yeah. if you if you drop out of your bad habits, I think it's similar to every spring when I go out uh, to the driving range for the first time. It's a, I, I'm always I'm always hitting zingers, you know, <laughs> hitting them long and straight. But uh, actually, get worse by the end of that first round because I fall into fall back into all of my old old habits. I think there's definitely a lot to be said. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, for doing something the first time or for something that feels like the first time, right? Yeah, and I, I think this is a this is a an inhibition that that follows me around in in every game, and I know David, you do it too, where you kind of hoard ammo and hoard your special weapons for the sake of hoarding them. Uh, even though the game is like, no, you, you seriously need these to get through, man. You should be using these, and you're like, yeah, but I'm gonna hang on to it just in case. <laughs> uh, and so I kind of I finally got over that and just spammed grenades and you know threw out ammo like it was it was nobody's business. Like I was trying to survive a horde of zombies and uh, and made it through. Go figure. Although Resident Evil Five, I know I I got pissed when they kind of um kind of got us for using our ammo. So that. Oh yeah, it's not always the right choice. That's, yeah, that that's like the, the the inherent balance issue. I think more more so than like oh does this does this enemy take damage from this weapon and all that. It's kind of like how do you manage your resources? And uh, so that's uh, that's the nation. The one final thing I will say, I, I saw something uh, while going through the menu system that made me uh, ashamed to be an American. <laughs> is Japan still at the top? Not only is Japan still at the top. USA has slipped to seventh place behind, and it's hard for me to say this, but I'm going to try, behind France. (laughs) (sighs) USA, USA, (laughs) DTR, DTR. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we are behind Japan, Poland, which I, go figure. (laughs) Oh no, no, you don't, you don't screw with Poland. Mexico, which makes total sense. <laughs> Austria kind of makes sense. Germany kind of Dude, makes sense. I mean, Austria—it's—it's it's just an entire country of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, right? basically. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Pre- I'm pretty sure that's what I learned in my geography class. And then and then France is above us. So, uh, you know, the, I guess my time away from the game has uh, has really destroyed our chances. I didn't know I was so integral to the zombie apocalypse. Dennis, you let our country down. <laughs> I must. <laughs> uh, how how does Finland rank on that? God, I don't know. Hold on, hold on a second. Let me see. It depends on if it's the half of the year where it's night or day. <laughs> <laughs> they have the, they have Yule and they have the 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 northern lights. I'd love to live in Finland. Oh, um, 
They are they are number twelve. Okay. Uh, you know, us in Finland is Spain, Oman. Oh wow. Um, Greece is number eleven, and then Finland is number twelve. Because uh, that game was developed by Housemark Games, uh, which is based out of Finland. Uh, uh-huh. Helsinki, actually, beautiful city, from what I understand. Never been there, but I like to say things like "beautiful city" and pretend I've been there, so I can impress <laughs> strangers. Um, I actually have not been to Helsinki, but I went to Tampere um, for for two weeks. It was like Dayton, Ohio. Only <laughs> Wait, isn't isn't Finland like the size of Ohio? How many cities can it have? They're all they're all crammed into like the the bottom tenth of the of the country as well because it just gets freezing once you take more than three steps across the border. It's like Canada, yeah. No. So the the least zombie ready country. This is actually <laughs> number fifty six on the list is uh, Qatar. Okay. And they have cleared forty one percent of their first invasion, but have not gotten any further than that. Mm. Yeah, I, I bet this is all one guy. <laughs> It's they've killed three hundred thousand zombies. I know there's a trophy that you get when you kill a hundred thousand, so it does not seem that impossible. There's like one dude in Qatar just plugging away at these zombies. Nice. <laughs> oh, let's see. I, I, I don't see anything uh, else. How to... is Israel? <laughs> Israel Israel is actually forty six. That's kind of surprising. The geopolitics of video <laughs> games. Oh so man! That we've wasted half the episode on that. Yeah, it's it's actually a really fun feature, and I feel like games are getting a lot better about throwing in these random things that are just interesting. Like I know, um, uh, not World at War, uh, uh, Black Ops, COD Black Blops. Ops. Yeah, COD Blops had a lot of interesting facts on the home screen. So uh, it's it's kind of cool to see games get better and better at that. Or even just leaderboard in, in, innovations. I mean, Geometry Wars famous, famously always had the the, your, the next best score on your friends list in the upper right-hand corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, taunting you and saying, well, you know, I can probably beat that in this sitting, you know. And just uh, kind, of, kind of creating this culture of one-upsmanship. Uh, one mm-hmm. uh, same thing with uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. That had a, a very similar system. Um, also, Burnout Paradise, uh, and any of those things that uh, that leverage the the online infrastructure, uh, the ubiquitous online infrastructure, without uh, making you have to play with jackasses. Um, yeah. I feel like <laughs> the real advantage of this one was that obviously we just um, established we care <laughs> where various countries rank up. I really don't care if you know. Um, Sexecutioner87 <laughs> is the top-ranked player in the world. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Rock Band 3 did a, did a similar thing, too. They'll give, after you beat a score, um, after you beat a, beat a song, in the, in the score page, it'll tell you, like, what percentile you ranked, and then it tells you how many points you have to go until you beat the next person up on your on your list. So Nice. I, I don't know what point I'm trying to make, aside from other games are really, you know, doing well at this. Um, but yeah, Dead Nation. <laughs> mm. But that's that's what I've been playing. I gotcha. No, that's 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 cool. I mean, are you are you enjoying God of War's story, or is it is it is it, is it just is it just, is it just about uh just about the trophies? I'm I'm curious. I, I just I want to know if you're on that paper chase or if you're playing the game uh, on its on its merits. Might as well have asked if I enjoyed the articles in Playboy. <laughs> like, hey, they have some damn fine articles in Playboy. I'm sure they do. I, not, not the point. Uh, <laughs> not the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to see what passed for like 
really cool cutscene animation because God of War Two was supposed to be really nice graphically. Yeah. Um, and for the PS Two, you know, it's it's passable, but it's you know, it, it's just interesting to see how far we've come. But uh, in terms of plot, I, I couldn't even tell you what I'm trying to do right now. Okay. I rode I rode these giant stone horses and I killed a dude. Um, lots of them actually. <laughs> okay, I apologize for revealing my ignorance. Face. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. Um. There was really f- one really funny part, and it was thrown into a boss battle, and I just thought it was really entertaining. Um. So in the first game, uh, the very first level, you're on a ship, and you like screw over the, the captain or like the one of the shipmates uh, in order to get his key, and so like he dies. And then later on in the game, you go down into Hades and you screw over the guy again because he's like down in Hades trying to get out. And is, you is you this the guy him. that you have to burn alive? No, no, different yeah. guy. Um, <laughs> that would be funny if he came back as well. That was like nondescript soldier number forty three. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so you know, you've it's kind of a joke in the first game that you kill this guy twice, and you know, <laughs> like he's just about to get out of Hades, and there you are again. Um, and so during one of the boss battles, the boss like summons uh, lesser demon things to come fight you. Uh, and then one of the ones that he summons is the guy. And he he's like, not you again. And instead of attacking you like all the other ones are doing, he runs away from you. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. It's, so like, thought- it's like Will Ferrell in uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just kind of a funny little touch and uh I I uh appreciated that the the story had not lost its sense of humor. Yeah. Um cuz there's definitely it took itself way too seriously in God of War 3. So it was nice to see that little little throw in. Meta painting of a guy with a big knife. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was surprisingly good. I'm impressed. Thank you. I've, I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of Homestar um, oh, recently. Why? Why is there nothing new? I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Hey, David, what you been playing? Um. Well, I've still been playing through um, Fallout. Um, I've my goal this week was to get the power armor unlock, and um, in relation to that, to also do um, Veronica's quest. Veronica being the Brotherhood scribe, the uh, the apostate yes, scribe. Yes. Yeah. The route I did on her end was, um, you know, you eventually have to get to where you try to track down some technology to prove to the uh, Brotherhood that they need to stop being, um, oh, isolationists. Right, right. So you can either go into uh, in, into a, a vault that is flooded with poison gas, or you can. Uh, it gives you lots of options to go, right? Right, right. I, I couldn't do the one because I'd already destroyed the, like, doomsday weapon, space oh. ray thing. <laughs> so I actually elected to go down into the vault. Okay. I've got to say, that that was fairly um fairly well written. Um, creepy. You know, kind of, I kind of like the way in this game where they'll kind of, like, isolate certain areas and, like, suddenly the game will jump to a different genre. This one being survival horror, almost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I, know, I, I don't know how spoilery this is, but for somebody who's listening, who is, is is fed up with our grouping around, you go into a vault where somebody was doing an experiment with uh, with with plants, and uh, there was uh, some kind of substance or gun created that uh, basically caused people to turn into these plant monsters, and it overran the vault. 
Huh. They did something similar in uh, in Fallout Three, I believe. There was some uh, vault that you went into, and you started seeing like ghosts. Yeah, that was like Vault Number Six or something like that. Yeah, and I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be like actual ghosts or flashbacks that you were having. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was it was an interesting change of pace, though. Yeah. So how did that how did that vault shake out for you, David? Yo, I went through, killed off pretty much everything that moved, and then actually you tracked down the um, a mercenary that was sent beforehand, and you basically um, fill up the vault with gas and um, set it off with a laser pistol in order, like oh, yeah. you know, flash, kill off all the stuff in the air. I've got to say. I liked the way they did that. I thought it was good. Although the execution was really bad because you have to figure out a way to not die and the result an explosion. Yeah, that involved a lot of saving and reloading for me. Honestly. Yeah, and it was just I like I like the fact that they did that. Like I like the idea of that. There just wasn't much of an intelligent way to do that. Yeah, mine involved um, I, I had to lockpick a door nearby. That was like a computer server room that just threw a frag grenade and, and, and hold hold up in there because that entire floor fills up with fire. Like you're being chased right. by and an see that's actually uh, what I did, but like I died like five times trying to like time it, like do it and then close the door or like the fact um something that kind of annoys me is the fact that your teammates were like open doors. So yeah. I'd like run around and make sure they were all in before I did anything, you know, you know, stuff like that. And managing your, your, your companion's whereabouts is possibly the worst uh, part of the game. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I will say actually above that is trying to pick things up, but (laughs) you're on PC though. So that shouldn't be a problem, right? You can just mouse to it and you're done. See, It's it's a real problem on sticks. Oh yeah. I can't imagine it's horrible on that. Although the problem is there's certain times where you have to, aim beside something to pick up very small objects. But um, but regardless, I went and did that, um, went back, and, you know, the Brotherhood still refuses to stop being all... Well, let's, um, let's, let's not reveal too much about the way that the Brotherhood <laughs> path um, shakes out. Okay, um, sorry. Just, just, just because the game is less than a year old. Oh, is it? Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Right, so, I so, think so. you just need to go back and just bleep out everything David <laughs> says. <at this> point. <laughs> Well, that's cool. So, 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 what's next on your docket? Like, uh, where are you where are you going next? See, I'm not sure because my my original um, my ultimate goal is just to wipe out the Legion. Okay. Uh, and so, and you know, most of the other um, bad guys that you know the game kind of you know you kind of build up a list of bad guys as you go. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of been doing some of these side quests, you know, pooling my resources. Um, before I actually go and take them out, have you have you gone to their camp yet? No, and um, my my game plan. Well, my initial game plan was to um, go there and then shoot my way out. Yep. However, the problem is, um, I generally, for my companion, use Boone, and I'm pretty sure his AI just automatically kills any um, Legion. Okay. So that won't really work. So, <laughs> are you playing in hardcore mode, David? No, no, no. I that that just didn't strike me as that interesting. 
the it, it struck me as interesting on the whole um but the thing that i didn't like about it was uh if, if a companion died they'd stay dead oh okay. um it'd be nice if i was playing on pc where i could you know toggle that off because all the other stuff you know tracking your hydration and your and your hunger and your fatigue and all that i think that's cool it adds a, it adds an element of role playing to it um sure. and the and the bullet weight i think that's okay too the main thing for me was the not so much having to deal with those things most of the time but um having to deal with those things when you fast travel just oh, didn't seem yeah. like something i wanted to deal with so do you think you're uh, do you think you're in this one to win it are you going to beat it that depends like i think i said this last time i really don't care about their storyline i think it kind of sucks okay um i don't care what um what house does that much i don't really care that much what happens to um vegas uh-huh. so i probably will go far enough at least however long it takes me to wipe out the legion <laughs> uh whether i'll continue playing after my storyline has been completed <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you've got your own motivation going on there though yeah yeah i I don't know. I feel like it does a pretty good um, job of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agency. But, Agency. Exactly. Although I'm interested, like, um, was that your experience? Was there a specific aspect of the story that motivated you? Um, because I kind of, like, latched on to the uh, Mr. House um, storyline at the beginning. Um, okay. At least when I got to New Vegas, which could be considered the proper beginning of the game. Um I I was interested in kind of the 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 powers the 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 the, the politics in, uh, in in New Vegas and seeing that the NCR and the 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 Caesar the, the Legion they represented these two extremes the the, the Mister House option seemed like the the, the third way capital T oh, okay. capital W um, <laughs> and um, I, I I took that one and then when he asked me to kill off all the people in the Brotherhood I was like eh, well that's not really that I don't want to do that so i i went to yes man who is the uh the ai that uh that benny was developing uh to to run in uh in mr house's computer system and so i'm i'm now on the track for me to be the ruler of new vegas after i get out nice yeah so 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 like that that's cool i made that part of my thing just because i determined that nobody here is in the right so if you want (laughs) something done right you got to do it yourself um, so as far as making your story and, and that, I think that's cool because, you know, it, it is this kind of vaguely political, you know, turf war kind of aspect. I like, I like that. Right. I need to beat the game though. Um, because I, I have not beaten it yet. Um, and it, it would be funny if you guys all got through with it and then like, uh, in like two weeks from now I beat it. And that would mean that we've talked about this game for about seven weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> Since it came out, no, it's a worthwhile no, game. To see, talk the about. thing is, I'm still at some point planning on picking up the expansions. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I, they're they're going to go on sale around around the uh, you know Christmas time. Um, so that 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 is definitely something that is uh, you know in store for me. But uh, oh well, it's a it's a good gonna, game. It's worth gonna accelerate about. that pace on the games. Yeah, well, I mean, Skyrim's going to come out in like two weeks, so. Oh gosh, I looked at some videos for that and it's uh it's pretty amazing. <laughs> I was I was thinking about this though. You know, I feel like I'm seeing the same sales pitch in previews for Skyrim that I have for uh Fallout 3 when it came out, which is dude, the game started, I was supposed to go this way, 
totally went the other way and just messed around. It was awesome. And it's like, okay, yeah, that, that's, you know, open world gaming, I guess if, if that's the term we want to apply to it, um, is cool. And it, it's great to see stuff like that. And I'm glad you can entertain uh, yourself in that world um, just by going in and seeing what the designers have created. I, I, I'm wondering how long it will be until people start asking for something more. And that, that sounds weird, but I, I think of just ways to interact with the world. Really, right now, you can't do that much more with the actual world than look at it, right? You can go, oh, I found uh, you know, a shack with a magic bench inside, or I found this weird enemy in the world. But really, the world is a static thing for you to walk around. The closest thing I can think of is uh, Fallout, or excuse me, Far Cry 2, where you could set stuff on fire. <laughs> Like that was at least a slightly different way to interact with this open world mm-hmm. where you could have some sort of effect on it. I'm wondering how long it is before you can actually do that sort of thing. Uh, maybe I'm just misrepresenting Skyrim and it's got that in spades, but I just haven't seen that. You know, it's, it's irritating when people call that, like when people talk about that, like it's novel. Um, and I think it is kind of a smokescreen that's used in the marketing department because it's still kind of this gee whiz thing, even a decade <laughs> on from Grand Theft Auto three, which from from what I can tell, at least in console, you know, main, mainstay console gaming, that was the, uh, the the inception of the oh, my gosh, I just spent the entire game dicking around. It didn't get off the yeah. first island, you know, <laughs> which, you know, right, right, rightfully so, uh, you know, it's not novel. It's not a new thing anymore. And right. You know, they, they, they do need to make interesting things to do i don't know so much about like affecting the world in in uh in elder scrolls but uh they they are kind of in the marketing that i'm reading um the stuff that isn't uh just you know kind of designed to draw people in um you know they're talking about the radiant storytelling kind of stuff okay which is something that that that, that they promised with uh with elder scrolls 4 but they didn't really deliver on because uh because of technical limitations at the time and just you know you know things like that but just uh, uh you know uh circumstances developing um organically from what you do so the so the um example that you know sticks out in my mind is you know if you kill somebody's brother in a town like if you kill an if you kill an innocent then sometime down the line that person's brother will come after you that's nuts. So, so your 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 actions, you know, not only have consequences, you know, capital C consequences, and that they affect a morality meter or something like that, or a faction, but um, you know, actual quests and objectives will be updated based on what you do. That and they decided to make the world markedly smaller this time and focus more on depth of content than breadth of content. Hmm. So talking about, you know, uh, Oblivion had nine cities and, you know, most of them, you know, some of them were varied, but most of them were kind of the same, like this weird uh, kind of north, northern Scott, like uh, northern Scotland kind of vibe. Um, This time they have five cities, but they're much more different and uh, all of them are really big. So it's like having five imperial cities instead of one imperial city, city and a bunch of little provinces. Oblivion, I don't know, it was more or less like uh, playing World of Warcraft at, you know, six in the morning. I like I like being the being the lone hero and I like uh, I like the solitude. Have you ever played Ico? <laughs> Love that game. Um so did you have anything else, David? Uh just whether I'm thing uh did you do much with the kings? Uh no, I mean I did as much as as much as as, as was required to get into um to get into New Vegas. I thought they were pretty cool actually. They they yeah, were a nice I just little found story them element. Very very entertaining. Yeah, I mean it's one of those it, it's the it's the whole oh gosh, they're gangsters but they're not bad, you know, they're just doing what they have to. Well, um, the the 
the whole like we've built our gang's like pseudo religion mythology on this weird like you know hindsight view of Elvis was pretty entertaining. <laughs> this basically this this uh, possibly the most deified pop culture icon. Yeah, we actually deified him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. So um let's see here. I mean moving on to what I what I've been playing. Um I, I I've sunk the most time um in the past week here into Knights of the Old Republic. Um without Ooh. Ben here. Um I you know, I'm I'm hesitant to go too far into it, but I'll say at least, you know, how much progress I made. I finally got off of the first planet. Uh, Taurus. It's. I mean, it's a long planet. I mean, it's kind of a protracted. Uh, it's a protracted yeah. tutorial. But uh, I, I managed to become a, a Jedi um, in uh, one of the weirdest training montages ever. Um, and uh, I am a. I'm a Jedi consular, um, which plays into my non-combat uh, playthrough, uh, which is what I'm doing with a uh, with a, a female scoundrel, uh, which is which is neat, you know. Do they make other types? So, <laughs> I think I used that joke last time. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, I keep track of all the misogyny we uh, we 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 have, <laughs> we, have to, we have to stay below a certain limit, or else they kick us off iTunes. So, the misogyny index is at uh, one hundred three today. Yeah, and I, I'm on I'm on borrowed time with that because uh, uh, those damn Ross kids is it's uh, it's eating up most of my allowance. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it's a good game. I, I I cranked the the combat down to easy, which is something that I eventually find myself doing in every Bioware game. Um, except for Mass Effect and Dragon Age, because they really hammered out the balance uh, pretty well. The combat isn't why I play these games, um, and in fact, I build characters specifically to avoid it. I think that's a better experience, um, because it ends up playing like an adventure game, which is pretty neat. Um, I like the cast of characters that you have, you know, along with you. Um, I don't really care for Karth. Um, I really like to hate Bastila. Um, and uh, mission and her uh, her Wookiee pal, they're 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 funny too. Um, have either of you played this game? I forget. I know you played a little bit, Dennis. I got to where you're supposed to become a Jedi, and I think that's where I realized I had rolled probably the worst possible character setup for becoming a Jedi of any kind. <laughs> What'd you roll? Um, oh, I can't remember the class names. I I might have been a scoundrel, but I was like completely blaster focused and range focused. Yeah. And like I, I tend to, for whatever reason, lean towards ranged characters. I, I like that. Um, in every MMO I've done, I've, I've done ranged characters. Um, and it just, it, you know, as as I made the mistake probably of of reading up on what all the stats did, um, I realized I had not spec myself very well you, for this game. Do you remember my little moment of distress when Ben asked me what my build was? He asked, like, you know, what would you, you focus on? I said, oh, dexterity, because I did the same thing. Uh-huh. Actually, fortunately, I'd only got about a half an hour into the game before I realized, um, m- you know, what the problem was. But if yeah. you if you roll for dex, I, I counted on um, I counted on there being a combat finesse um, feat. Yeah, which, yeah. Which in in D anD D, it offloads your your melee damage modifier from strength onto um, onto dexterity. It's uh, like, okay. see, actually, but. i know i understand you do more damage because you know where to put the hits Uh, i'm i'm simplifying it for the that's what she said for the rubes and the (laughs) i demand order in this court i'm sorry we're going off the rails no no but uh but the fact that there is no combat finesse 
uh, feed in this completely sabotaged. And I, I imagine a lot of people fell down that role because there's, you know, soldier, like every, everything, everybody who's not a Jedi in the star Wars universe, they, they, they use blasters in the movies. Yeah. Right. So you think, why would I want to, why would I want to run around hitting people with a stick? Uh-huh. You know, so lame. <laughs> neglecting the fact that eventually you, you will be depending on a lightsaber. Um, Although I have to say, if you're playing a um, Star Wars game and you didn't see the whole Jedi thing coming. <laughs> you're going to make me feel really bad because I didn't. <laughs> oh, well. That's, and I think uh, someone also told me, they're like, you know you're going to fall for Bastila eventually, right? And I was like, what? Oh, God, should have seen that coming. <laughs> so... But uh, I, I was actually thinking, um, you know, when we were, um, you know, coming up to this program, you know, thinking about the game, I think that's actually part of what I don't like about Star Wars is I don't like that everyone that's not a Jedi is inherently a supporting character. Right. And I also, even more than that, I don't like that a Jedi is something you either can or can't be. I, I'm much more like you know, like the Kung Fu movie approach where it's just like, or like the Batman approach where it's, you know, you have to train to become it, but anyone can do it. And, and like, there's this idea, like, you know, you know, uh, I was really looking forward to Star Wars Galaxy back in the day because I was looking forward to playing as a smuggler, right? I didn't want like, anything yeah. to do with, you know, with, with, with battles for good or evil. You know, I, I wanted to fly fly around in a ship that I, you know, that I designed and built myself and basically do what EVE Online is. But, you know, before I, before I knew what EVE Online was and before <laughs> I you know, uh, just completely lost all patience that I had, um, at the time. So, so that, that, that was what I wanted to do. I had no interest in that. And you're right. Every game puts you in a Jedi. And even though, even like the one good game that didn't have you in the role of a Jedi, dark forces, eventually that became all about you being a Jedi. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Jedi, Jedi Knight as well. Well, the, the title probably gave it away, but you start <laughs> out, you start out with blasters and all that. And then Grab a grab a lightsaber part way through. Well, Jedi Knight was Dark Forces too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Kyle Katarn. You play you play as yeah. Uh, and then there was I remember playing Jedi Outcast. Was it yeah. the same hmm. thing? That was that was Dark Forces three, Jedi Knight two, Jedi Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am not joking. We're getting into like a Call of Duty nomenclature <laughs> now. Um, yeah, I remember that being a game. We'll see how um, the Old Republic comes together. Because it looks like not only you know are they really supporting the non Jedi classes, but they're also kind of building storylines so that people in different roles have integral parts to play. Yeah, I've heard bad things about it though. Really, I I mean I haven't heard too much about it. You said you heard heard bad things, Cole. Is there anything about well, the storyline? Well, not not like the storyline, but just from a development standpoint. You know, keep in mind this could be sour grapes, but fairly recently. Um, somebody, and by recently, I mean like about a year ago, probably somebody, yeah. somebody was, uh, fired or laid off from uh, Bioware Austin, which is the team that is developing that. Mm-hmm. And they wrote kind of the scathing tell all blog post saying, um, that all of the, um, design budget was being put into audio, which, you know, that's something that they're pushing. Like, you know, all of the dialogue is voiced, et cetera, et cetera. Um, audio has always been a very, um, a, ver- a very high priority for anything that Lucasfilms touches. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it makes sense, but he said, listen, the, the actual game itself is a mess. 
again, could be sour grapes. This guy could have just been trying to torpedo the project that he was kicked off of. But, uh, you know, from what I've seen, um, it looks kind of like wow with lightsabers, you know. Which isn't, I mean, that, that, not to be reductive, you know, because every MMO is wow, but, like, yeah, like yeah. you know, <laughs> but uh, that like this this is more so the case. Okay, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, that's coming out what like December or something. It's sneaking up on us. Yeah, it's, it'll it'll be around. Yeah. Uh, what else have been playing? Batman. No 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 Where's Falcone? Um, sorry, went off mic there. Uh, it's neat. Uh, again, due to circumstances, capital C. Um, I was not able to play a lot of it today. Um, I I was at the midnight launch last night. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it's, it's neat. It's good. It's, it's, it's Arkham Asylum, but, uh, they, they have more confidence. They have more, uh, they have more faith in their engine. They have more faith in their, in their, in their writing. Um, and it picks up very shortly after, um, Arkham Asylum, uh, takes place too. Um, granted I've only played about an hour and a half of it. So it's really difficult for me to, you know, make uh, kind of categorical statements about the quality of the game. Uh, but I have been able to kind of uh, navigate around the parts of Arkham City that are open to me, the open world stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That That's not a myth. That's actually what it is. It almost feels like um, Assassin's Creed, which makes sense because Assassin's Creed was the best Batman <laughs> game until Batman Arkham Asylum came out. Um, you know, <laughs> na- navigating with the grappling hook feels very satisfying. Um, you can you can actually grapple uh, from a glide now, which is cool. So you can actually kind of watch yourself glide and then grapple to the next uh, to the next available point. So you can cover a lot of ground very quickly, which is which is pretty neat. And uh, the nice part is because of you know the the the, the detective vision and the cowl, you can hear what people around you are saying, and you can pick up side quests and go do them based on what you're hearing in the in the um uh in the world around you so yeah there are you know side quests quote uh, quote unquote side missions rather um and uh, the ones that i've done have been pretty neat um and uh villains 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 this game is chock full of villains really yeah or well the, the villains from you know the batman universe because all of them have been herded into uh this this part of arc uh, this part of gotham that has been uh made into a prison city so you're going to be de- dealing with a lot of them as you go. Now, are they still using the main villains as kind of the boss battles? Uh, I mean, ha- having not gotten to them, uh, there, there's a there's a showdown, and this isn't a spoiler because it's just in the first part. I'm going to avoid spoilers. I, I assume most of the people who care about it are going are going to have a beaten, you know, by the time the next episode comes out. But I'll be vague. Mm-hmm. But this stuff mm-hmm. was in a bunch of previews. There's a showdown uh, between you and Two Face. Uh, Two Face has taken Catwoman hostage. Uh, for trying to steal something from him, and uh, you have to—it's kind of a tutorial about doing um, stealth takedowns. So it's a bit of a puzzle boss kind of thing. You don't really, you know, fight him. But like one of the cool things is, you know, aside from just being bosses, which inevitably you are going to fight, you know, the Joker, you are, you're going to fight these, you know, iconic villains. But the cool thing is, you know, I, I came across this toy factory because there was a distress beacon that was thrown up, and I found Bane in there. 
Huh. And Bane was like, hey, we need to like go around and gather up because a bunch of the mutagen like toxin thing, the the, the Titan was uh, released around the city, like in canister. So he's like, OK, I'll take six of these. You take six of these. I know we hate each other, but this stuff can't be on the streets or else all hell is going to break loose. So you're actually teaming up with some of the villains um, at some points. It's got friends in strange places. Yeah, definitely. How is the um, the combat compared to the original? Um, it feels very similar to it, honestly. I haven't um, unlocked a lot of new abilities. Uh, you know, the, the the upgrade system has been expanded. There are more options, but the but the basic part of it, which is incredibly solid, I think probably the one of the most solid parts of the game mm-hmm. um, of, of of the first game, and maybe of this game too. You know, we'll we'll see how it turns out. Just the you know one button for a for regular attack. The enemies kind of circle around you, and uh, you just kind of spend most of your time watching for uh, counterattacks, and then that gives sure. you an end to a combo. Um, I'll say that it feels a lot more fluid in this game. Um, they spent a lot of time working on your kill animations. Uh, it feels very similar to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, honestly, because uh, it's it's very much the same. Every kind of kill and movement leads into the other. I'm sorry, it's Batman. Every kind of crippling injury leads into the other. <laughs> 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 so you know, Batman does his little dance of death around the uh, around the battlefield, much like Ezio or uh, or Altair. I remember, I remember the Batman stuff feeling a lot more visceral and real, whereas Assassin's Creed had almost this like kung fu slant to it, <laughs> where or wire fu. You know, you're watching him do these amazing things, but it's like that's definitely choreographed. Batman, you felt a lot more like you were just down in the scrum brawling. <laughs> yeah, um, Batman definitely, like, you know, the Indians used every part of the buffalo. Batman uses every part of his body to maim. Um, <laughs> it's neat because, like, he'll jump on top of somebody's shoulders and, like, snap their neck with his with his feet and stuff. Non-lethally. You know? <laughs> Non-lethally, right, yeah. <laughs> just being an iron lung for the rest of his life. Yeah, because in the original version, the one thing... I didn't like is just how unforgiving it was in terms of dropping combos. And they I thought they had kind of said they were trying to address that. Um I'm not finding it to be any any easier or any more difficult uh to okay. uh to maintain okay. a combo. It's nice because they throw enough enemies at you where you never drop a combo for lack of somebody to hit until combat is over. Oh, um, uh, okay. That's which is, nice. Which which is which is cool. That's I just remember a that being of- a problem though, so that's good that they they made that better. Yeah. And one of the first upgrades that I took is the ability to do a critical hit. So, like, if you time your button presses correctly, at, like, after after you land, uh, like, a like a solid attack, if you if you press um, X again on the, on the 360, uh, 360 controller, you'll do a follow-up attack that does more damage, and that feeds into your combos as well. So it, it almost turns it into a bit of a rhythm game, almost, which is neat. Any Anything else? Batman rhythm game. <laughs> that would be awesome. Do the bat dance. Um, but, uh, I, I, you know, like anything else, this is a quibble that's more with, more with me, but, uh, um, I'm having trouble getting used to controls again. I, I know eventually I'll fall back into the rhythm, but it's been so long since I played the original Arkham, Arkham City. I, I have trouble with, with third person cameras because I lose track of, um, which way I prefer the inversion to be done. You know, is the horizontal axis inverted? Is the, is the vertical axis inverted, et cetera, et cetera, on down the line. Um, so getting into this one, it's, I'm, I'm still trying, I'm still playing with the settings and trying to fall into something that feels natural for like, Oh, look over here, look up here. The thing that's kind of frustrating for me right now is, um, what feels natural is to invert both of them. But the problem is when you go into anything where you're trying to move a reticle over the screen, uh, like you would be like in a, in a first person kind of thing, those things stay 
um, where they are. So where I would where I would want it, it doesn't like re contextualize the control so i'd want it to be inverted when i'm in third person but anytime i'm going to amy i want it to be non-inverted i understand i'm being incredibly specific and i should probably just get used to it but uh it's it's disorienting for me to be playing comfortably all along and then need to aim a batarang and then oh up is down and left is right and cats and dogs are living together right (laughs) yeah i mean you're batman you should be able to be deal with uh being inverted (laughs) right well and and it's a little bit frustrating because wow <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Sorry, I missed it. Thank you for pointing it out. <laughs> um, no, it's a little bit frustrating because in the options, they give you the ability to reverse your flight controls, too. Oh, uh, okay. So, like, you can do it. It's just a matter of, I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure there's a perfectly valid reason. But for me, it's, you know, in my admittedly short playtime, I was not able to get used to it. I'll get over it. I mean, there's, there's plenty of good stuff to see there. Uh, the performances are generally strong. Um, I, I, I like the voice acting, um, you know, Mark Hamill is knocking out of the park. Um, uh, Conroy, uh, as, as Batman, he's doing pretty good. Uh, the Kevin Conroy is, is, is his name. I forget. And, uh, all the other people that they brought in. So it's, it's, it's good. Uh, you know, uh, this, this game was never going to be anything but a, but a buy in, in, in my mind. It'll be interesting to see what Ben has to say about it. Uh, when he, when he comes back, uh, next week, because I know that, mm-hmm. uh, Nice. Of 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 the four of us, he was the one who had kind of the most skin in the game, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to see. He probably won't be able to do anything except for kind of giggle absentmindedly <laughs> and drool. Nice. Yeah, then I had a bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, uh, mobile like iOS games uh, that I've been playing, but we're running on time, so. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 132 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. We lied to you. We said there was going to be a what's on your mind, but we ran long on time, and we are all very sleepy. It's it's late when we're recording this, so we're going to save it for next week. But we had a lot of it peppered in there, so uh, if you're if you're feeling uh, if you're if you're feeling cheated, just go back and listen to it. You know, you'll catch it all there. <laughs> So uh, what can you do? You can go and you can check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash don't tree riddle. You can also check out duckfeed.tv and leave us a comment on the, uh, on, on the page. You can go to iTunes. You can subs- subscribe to us through that. You can review us on there, which is uh, tremendously helpful when you do that. And uh, most of all, I think you can tell a friend. Honestly, you've heard this uh, spiel a million times before. You probably heard it on different podcasts. Uh, you know, so just replace our stuff with their stuff and that's fine. Um, or their stuff with our stuff rather. Don't do it the other way around. We want you to stay. Um, so, <laughs> but most of all, I think you can just tell a friend and uh, keep on listening. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, this has been Cole. Dennis. David. And uh, just remember, I'm the goddamn Batman. Good night. <laughs> 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 okay.